YouTube holds the key to music subscriptions. Taylor Swift holds a grunge against Spotify. The MPAA wants to tell you where the stream is at, and we've got lots to say about the Doctor Who finale. But it's after the music at the end of the show, and there are spoilers. It's all coming up on the airwaves. It's Monday, Monday, Monday. We've all been at work. And now it's time to be Airwaves. It's the podcast that examines in great detail the week's media news with me this week. Mr. Tony Blunt, how are you doing, sir? You had to go mention that W word, didn't you? I did. I did. Yeah. I was there very early this morning and I wasn't happy about it. No, no, but you... <laughs> but no, but I, tomorrow I'm okay. I'm in an afternoon, so... Well, you had an excuse to be in a bad mood. You were kept awake by enormous fireworks, fireworks the night before. over Nottingham, yes. Yeah. And it's not usual somebody's been to Asda and let off a few cheap ones that are selling after. No, this was a full-on two, you know, five-minute display. Oh, dear. Over the council house. Oh. It would have been entertaining if it was earlier and not, hadn't woke me up, to be fair. <sighs> well, okay. speaking of keeping someone up, next next up, he's back. Mr. Alex G. Fox, how are you doing? I was hoping for a fanfare. I can provide you with a fanfare. How you doing, sir? You know what? All things considered, I'm fantastic. That was an interesting uh, candy-grabbing machine playing music you had earlier. You know what? Everyone needs one of those. It's, it puts a smile on your face, doesn't it? It does. And it's like when you go, wow, look at that. How cool is that? It goes through the gumball machine and all the other things that we use for about 30 seconds and then just get dusty with the marshmallow maker and the various other things that are piled up along various shelves. But... They're great for the 10 or 15 seconds that they entertain you. Indeed, indeed. Well, anything. And uh, it's, it, it, I think it's a bit warm this evening. I it don't is know a bit it's warm. Like. Well, it's pitch black outside. The, the, drive into, the drive into work this morning was wet, and the drive back from work this evening was wet. Oh, I haven't wonderful. seen any rain today. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Well, speaking of things that amuse people for about 15 minutes and then they go away, let's get into the music. YouTube announces Music Key subscription service starting at $7.99 per month. This story from thenextweb.com. We've known it was coming for a while. We probably didn't think it was necessary. But today, YouTube has announced a music subscription service called YouTube Music Key. Uh, the new service, which is launching in beta, will offer full album streams and offline listing for $9.99 a month. That's funny because they said it was $7.99 per month earlier. The subscription also includes access to Google Play Music, which offers 30-plus million songs and the ability to upload your own music. YouTube says that the service will add the ability to watch official music videos via the app in the coming days as well. YouTube Music Key will be available in the US, UK, Portugal, Italy, Finland, Ireland, and Spain at launch. How about that then, eh? Maybe we get something on that. Yeah. Oh my God. How do you, how do you like them apples? Now, 
Um, I watched the, the little the little video. How can you say that? How do you like those apples? If it was those apples, we wouldn't get it for three months. No, quite. Well, we wouldn't get it at all without a more expensive subscription. But yeah, and you might get it in Australia, but never in the UK. Mm, and it'd, it'd have lots of blurred stuff on it that you have to turn off so your machine doesn't slow to a crawl. But exactly. anyway, um, I watched the, mu- the the little video that they put out of this, and it and it's you know it's videos from YouTube's history starting in June two thousand and four, two thousand and five, or whatever it was, and uh, you know the old YouTube UI making a making a comeback, which was rather interesting to see. And then they said, uh, "You made the music better. Now it's our turn." So basically, we're just gonna buy a load of other people's music, stick it up on a server somewhere, and yeah. stream it. And, and probably pay more than Spotify. Well, they <laughs> that, might. That would be, inter- be interesting to see if we get any artists complaining about the royalties from this. Mm, well, we'll come on to that in a minute. But yeah. uh, the, this whole... Oh, it's another streaming service. Another music streaming service. Do we need another one? But it, it, it is in there... Well, it's, it's in there with... YouTube that a lot of people already use for different reasons, isn't it? I guess so. Yeah. Well, the kids, so it's it's they're, they're just widening YouTube as a platform. Even though for a while you've had the things like the record companies have their own sort of official channels, haven't they? For yeah. each artist. Well, they've had Vivo as well, which I know the kids are quite uh, uh, quite like. Yeah, getting down with the kids. Getting down with the kids. Mm. Yeah. There's a couple of things. This place is called Beta. It must be really busy there because. Everything gets launched there. Everything first. gets launched there for I know, I know. And, and secondly, <laughs> I mean, maybe it's Google's way because Google Play Music, as far as I know, is really only accessible through Android. So maybe if you make it accessible through YouTube, there won't be any way of certain other parties like Nokia and Apple, for instance, Microsoft, as is now, from sort of blocking it off in the, at the past. I know you probably can do it through these other services. You get it through the browser, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, if they make it through the YouTube app, I mean, let's see what happens, because I remember um, when YouTube started doing something, I can't remember who it was, uh, but I remember it was no longer added to the um, iOS anymore, was it? It was a separate app. No, it's a separate app, yeah. Yeah, and it all got it all got a bit confusing. It was, to, and they didn't Google Maps and stuff didn't seem to appear in the same way as it used to when Apple brought out their well, own version. No, because Apple provide their own maps, which are, which yeah. are so accurate. No, but the point is that that will something will get hobbled for a while, and then they'll argue about it at you know board level or board level as the rest of us feel yeah, incredibly. Well, yeah, and uh, then it will come back. So expect YouTube to disappear for a little while, <laughs> or have to jump a few hoops. Mm, There'll be some maybe. glitch in the, um, you know, some app store app. somewhere. There'll yeah. be some yeah. glitch that oh no, you can't get that to work, mm. yeah. and then it will get sorted out. But I can see that's why they're doing it. They're sort of saying, okay, look, let's bring Google Play to everywhere, and that's the way to do it because YouTube is the universe, the most universal app. I know, and you've got obviously search in Google, but the most universal app YouTube must have, mm. sorry, Google must have is YouTube. Because, uh, you know, on the TV, I mean, everything I've got, whether it be, it doesn't matter what, it, every single box I've got Yeah, your Amazon can access TV, YouTube. all your room. Yeah. 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 The, the TV one. can, the Fire TV can, my WD thing can, my obviously my computers can, my phone can, every phone I've got can, uh, probably my fridge can, I haven't even bothered checking that. That's what it struck me as. It's more of a move for them to be being even more of a platform. It's just, you know, because music on YouTube is kind of 
apart from these Vivu channels and things like that, paid for by advertisement, it's kind of been looked, you know, it's not seen as a better option, is it? You know, hmm. in, in but, you know if you've already, say, got Google Play Music, then you switch over. And uh, the thing is, if you switch over, now you're licensed to play it on every device you could possibly ever dream of. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So that's not it's a bad reach. move. Yeah, it's the platform, it's the reach for mm. it. It's um, you know turning out into something, yeah, we've been doing this for ages, but we'll do it in a slightly different way now. And you've also got the comment basis, and you've got a lot of other things on the side oh, of it. Yes. I think it's probably a, quite a clever move. I imagine that... You know, as Google do this a lot, they'll like uh, YouTube music key will be, you'll find Google Play Music disappears at some point and it's all going to be amalgamated into this YouTube music Very possibly, key. actually. It could be, it could all be rolled into one service because yeah. YouTube is, it, it's ubiquitous. <laughs> and then, so, you know, a bit, a bit of video it, download yeah. will go with it and maybe you'll be able to purchase the, the, um, I don't know what the words was they that's, used, but yeah, you might be able that's to. That's what it is. It'll be in every music every, videos, yeah. every video description. It'll be yeah. like, oh, oh, you want to buy this? Do you? Here, yeah. maybe they'll start a TV, you know, uh, TV channels on cable, you know, or you might get it on free view, and it'll be called YouTube channel, yeah. and it'll play music, and then you'll be able to yeah. click a little app and buy it. And yeah. so this you know. could really be the start of the of the Google Media Empire. Well, this not could that they be don't the already one. have one. No, but this <laughs> this could be the big one. This could be the because uh, there's never really been an alternative. No, there's been an alternative, but there's never been some anywhere that was big enough to take on iTunes because the mm. marketplace was so fragmented. Yeah. yeah. But this is defragmentation as going back to the old Microsoft days mm. this is pulling everything into one place and it possibly might work yeah. but you know people will say well you know YouTube builds or Google builds and can give it six months and they pull it to bits they do but they always give you something better in its place mm. and um, they only drop things if they're just basically yeah. a waste of time mm. so I mean that, I that's, that's, this will be I, that place yeah. I mean that's one thing with this I can see you know, I mean, uh, with the YouTube app, uh, is there suddenly going to be an audio-only option as well for these tracks? Because, you know, if you go for a track on YouTube, you're not necessarily always going to want just, you know, the video. You might just want the audio like you get with every other streaming service. Very yeah, possible. I'm sure they will, it, yeah. It'd be there as an option, but, you know, for your subscription, you've got the video there as well, and possibly the option to buy to own, you know. Mm, mm. Well, I mean, it's that's, a sensible move. Yeah, it's a th- it's a thing about Google and YouTube. They can give you the option across the platforms, mm. you know, well, and whereas- give you the, the full range of options. Whereas the others, it's almost yeah, they want to limit to what the, what the best option for them is, isn't it? Mm. Well, some of these other companies, I mean, especially Apple, they want to. Mm. Not so much these days, but in in the past they've wanted you to they wanted to limit you to one set of devices or one <laughs> one particular ecosystem. I mean, they still they still do that with the App Store, obviously, because they only they only provide apps for their own devices. But uh, the music it's 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 sort of well, yes, drag it to your iPhone. Mm, your iPhone. What's this? You've connected an Android device. Don't know what that is, mate. Sorry. <laughs> it's interesting because you think I I was looking at I was an article a little while ago. And there was, you know, there was people, well, a little while ago is that people put music videos up and they got taken down because the various companies didn't like it, right? Now these various companies have their own channels on YouTube Mm. to show their music. 
Now, that was like every other one of these devices. It's like, you know, when certain TV channels first started, they're free. And the moment it becomes in the conscious, then they start to put a subscription on it. Now, these companies have built up like um, a platform, various music companies for various artists on YouTube. And now they're saying this is the monetizing side of that. We're now going to stick it behind a paywall. (laughs) Or... You have 500 adverts to watch the same yeah. video. <laughs> yeah. But if you don't want the adverts, pay nine ninety nine. You can have everything you've got now. Just don't bother having Spotify instead. Yeah. Or Either iTunes way, we Music get the money. Instead. Yeah. yeah. So it's actually quite clever because you, you, they're giving you the same thing and saying, look, you, you don't need all those other subscriptions. You can have YouTube and your Spotify and your iTunes and your iTunes radio and all that just for nine ninety nine a month. We're just going to call it YouTube key or whatever it was i lost it now. <laughs> yeah. music key or something. music key the key the key the key to this problem is to move on to the next story taylor swift's yeah. label hits back at spotify for by disclosing streaming royalties this story from the verge the war of words continues between music streaming service spotify and powerful pop icon taylor swift after swift removed her entire catalog from the streaming service last week spotify boss daniel Ek said that she, along with other mainstream artists, uh, was on track to earn over $6 million in royalties this year. But Scott Borchetta, uh, CEO of Swift's label Big Machine, (laughs) countered that claim, saying that the Shake It Off singer had earned less than $500,000 from Spotify streams in the US in the last 12 months. A Spotify spokesman told Time that uh, Swift had been paid a total of $2 million over the last 12 months for the global streaming of her songs, but Borchetta still maintains that Spotify is a blight on the music industry. Oh, I won't get that far. Uh, the facts show that the music industry has was much better off before Spotify hit these shores. He said... Let me get hold of that bloke. Yeah, I know. Clarifying the amount Spotify paid out over the last year as the equivalent of less than 550,000 albums sold. According to Borchetta, Swift earns more from her videos on Vivo than she did from having her music on Spotify. I think there's an interesting... I, I think there's an interesting distinction here to make how much the artists make from Spotify and how much the record label makes from it. Indeed. I think that's going to be where your difference is. It's like Spotify is still paying out what they're saying and you know, it's possible only this amount because the record label is going to... Possibly. You know, I, mean, I mean, the fact that the label's called Big Machine as well, it tells you, every, <laughs> tells you everything you need to know, doesn't it? Oh, I don't know. I... <laughs> is there really... No one else is complaining about their street their streaming royalties from Spotify. I mean, I know, I know there have been complaints from some musicians yeah. and some artists, yeah, but, but that's more of a that was more of a stand against digital in general, you know, streaming in general, wasn't mm, it? Yeah, you know, mm. things like you know ACDC not being on, things like that. You know, the bands that have refused to ever be on those services in the first place, mm. and that that's fair enough. You know, I, I I wonder, I do wonder going back to the last story if they'll end up on the YouTube. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd be interested in in finding out ex- exactly how much more uh, Ms. Swift's album is being pirated since she removed it from Spotify. Would you even bother pirating it? Anybody? Oh, dear, this <laughs> I, is I, I think so we're in the wrong uh, target so, audience for this. <laughs> I think this is such an offensive person. <laughs> Borchetta, <laughs> you mean? 
Yeah, yeah. I'm sure whoever we're talking about, Taylor Swift, again, I'm sure she's fine. Look, this is this is like a premiership football again. You don't show me enough respect. Just sod off. You have £300,000 a week for kicking a pig's bladder around. Mm. How much respect do you think we deserve? You deserve. Look, half the world, no, not half the world, three quarter, 99% of people on this planet would go, you earn £500,000 for what? Right. <laughs> yes. Or $500,000 for what? Um, sorry, you're telling me that, okay, the artist would have made $6 million um, or whatever uh, through other means, right? Well, because the people are streaming it, it doesn't mean people aren't buying it. Streaming it doesn't mean people aren't buying her beautiful pop song. It, what it, it means yeah, is it's, it's enough revenue. Yeah. But we, we're talking about a few people, the very, very, very top earners moaning that they're being hit. What about the other 99.9999999999% of people on Spotify that might make a few dollars that normally they wouldn't make any? Yeah, they might be getting a bit artists. of... They might be getting a little bit of exposure, whereas they wouldn't be getting any. Uh, even like people we've heard of, they're, they're getting music replayed from like, I listened to a load of 80s stuff the other day. Oh. Every one of those will get something, right? But I wasn't going to go out and buy it all over again, right? No. Uh, so <laughs> I listened much to a music- Heart album on audio the other day. I'm certainly not going to buy it. <laughs> well, the point is, there's so much music that is historical, and by the means historical is over six months old. The people are earning money off, which they would not earn any money again. I mean, it doesn't matter who you are. You could be uh, Bowie, right? Bowie will make money off Spotify, but no one, well, most people aren't going to go and buy his back catalogue of music. You know, most people will be making a fine. I mean, look, I mean, what's this? Some The fact shows that the music industry was so much better off before Spotify hit these shores. Yeah. Holy, holy hell. What a load of nonsense. With, yes. with all that piracy, people, you mean? Yeah. I don't care. People are going to listen yeah. to music for £9.99 a month in this country, and they weren't listening to music at all beforehand, right? Mm. Um, what about the people that buy the music? What about, you know, who cares what some multi, multi, multi-millionaire might lose a few quid? I couldn't give a monkeys and i'm really trying hard to keep this clean yes i can tell this this fella <laughs> is exactly what bleeds the entire planet dry oh you know what there's a penny to be made there must be some other teenage girls yeah. we can exploit you know i mean this guy makes simon cow seem like a buddhist it's terrible <laughs> <laughs> indeed indeed well i haven't got anything against simon cow at least he's up front this guy he this is guy, actually yeah. <laughs> this, this know, guy's th- trying to say oh oh the, the industry's dying it's like well i mean no, you no, made the point your, earlier your form about piracy. Of exploitation is dying yeah I mean, the that, democratization of music is doing quite well thank you that, very much get, get in your gold-plated limousine and drive across the country with your big cigar and stetson and just keep yeah. out of my face that, that's what we've always said before, isn't it? When this in- argument's come up, oh, the music industry dying, it's like, no, it's the record company industry that's dying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the the artists... Free B holidays. Yeah, the, artists, the artists are doing fine. Some of them put, put their stuff out for free and make the money from touring. Yeah, there's, there's so many different ways to make money being an artist you know, like this. How much damn money do you need, you stupid sod? Mm. <laughs> Yeah, I'm indeed. struggling because this is so utterly offensive. It's disgusting, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, what's he want us to start 
cleaning his moat and doing his birdhouse next. It's ridiculous. <laughs> no, quite. Well, sorry, uh, did I make my sorry? Did I, did I sort of make my feelings clear? I didn't. Uh, to, I, I'm not. I'm not sure. Side of the fence. I'm on you. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps <laughs> you better reiterate your point, Alex. Uh, <laughs> yes, you made your point, and that was uh, stupendous. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Right. Let us move into the stream. MPAA launches site to help you find legal streams of movies and TV shows. Why isn't that nice of them to do that? This story from The Verge. The MPAA isn't the first organisation that you'd expect to start helping you find movies and TV shows to watch online, but it turns out the association has become pretty cooperative. It's launched a new site called Where to Watch that lets you search for a movie or TV show and find out where you can legally stream it, rent it, or buy it. The site will also tell you where to get what you're looking for on DVD or Blu-ray, and if a movie is still in the theatres. It'll look up nearby showtimes, too. What well, not that nice? It's a surprisingly nice and useful service, especially given that the MPAA has a bad history of working against consumers rather than with them. Where to Watch sorts through Netflix, Hulu, iTunes, Amazon, Xbox Video, and nearly two dozen other services to determine where you'll be able to watch something. Well, isn't that That's nice? We spoke, we spoke uh, theoretically about something like this quite a while ago, and then we said the only trouble is one company won't want to be on another site with another company because they're in competition. Mm. And I was saying at the time, great idea, but the only reason you'd want to do this is if you could take a tiny little bit of a cut. So it would be like a one place, and then you'd pay one fee to, say, the MPAA, and they would then pay the licenses out for you for each individual thing you want to watch. But this is doing the only feasible version of that. And uh, it's basically to stop piracy. And, you know, there's a number of times I've tied, quite a number of times, in fact, you know, someone has said to or one of the kids and my wife said to me, oh, do you reckon that video, that film, such and such is available? And I, and I type it in and, uh, you know, the first thing you always get is Netflix. And then you go into Netflix and it says, we don't have it. But it always comes up in the first search results. Yeah, it'll be not in this country sort of thing, won't it? Yeah, or well? it just doesn't exist. But they'll just say, but you might like this because of, you know, you might wanted yeah. that. He's said, no, I wanted that. Now shut up. And then you've got various <laughs> things I've never even heard of. And they're obviously illegal sites that you have to register. And I, it's a really nice idea. The only trouble is, is it's, you need a, all these things, they need a price for a single stream at Netflix you can't do a single stream you've got to belong to it and all these other people mm. it would be nice to have a pay-as-you-go version and it could be slightly more but if you only ever want to watch one or two films a month one ninety nine for a stream wherever it comes from would be quite a nice idea yeah. and this is a That'd good like start renting it like renting it from iTunes or Google Play Store or whatever be yeah, the but they that yeah, they haven't all got it, but it would be quite nice if all yeah. of them, you know, you could have a place like this. But I, I personally don't necessarily want to steal a film, and I quite like the idea of, I like the idea of this full stop. It's a really good mm. idea. I think it deserves, the the more discovery tools we get like this, I mean, it's like um, Matt, Matt Morley's uh, new on Netflix that mm. we all rant and rave about, and we have him on the show. The way I discover stuff on Netflix is that I trip over it, and I thought, oh, when did that arrive? Good Quite, heavens. Yes. And, and then you go and look at, at 
new on Netflix and you go and see, oh, it, it was hmm. months ago, actually. Yeah. And it's yeah. about to come off. Oh, darn the luck. Yeah, I've got two days left. Damn yeah. it. <laughs> no! mm. uh, it's a jolly good idea and, and it seems philanthropic i'm sure it's you know there's a reason for it i don't actually know who the mpaa is <laughs> i should know who the mpaa because everyone seems you've been reading it like i'm in the motion picture it. association of america yeah you go well it makes sense yeah. to me they, they, they don't want uh piracy in there people yeah. say look if you don't want us to pirate well they Make it easier to find the thing. And they're finally helping out on that front, which is... Uh, yeah. It just makes sense. Yeah. And, that, and now I'm beginning it's, to it's question been, why this didn't exist in the first place. It's been a long time coming. This is the exact kind of thing. This is the kind of thing we wanted from the MPAA from the start, rather than them complaining, oh, every movie is pirated. You know, it's like, well, yes, it is. But a lot of those people that do that, a surprisingly high amount, go, also go and either buy it, the DVD, or go and watch it in the cinema still. Mm. Yeah. Well, as the uh, as the theme tune to Enterprise went, it's been a long road getting from there to here. Let us move on to the box, Alex. You don't look as if you understood. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> It, it, it's not a version of Star Trek on Netflix. You can't watch it. No, no, quite well. Yeah, I'd only recommend the latest seasons, and then it got cancelled. Bring back the dumb TV. This story also from The Verge. Oh, they're racking up Connected to that last comment. Yes, quite. Um, every aspect of the modern home is getting smartened up with new intelligence. Thermostats are now adjusting themselves. Vacuum cleaners are doing their own navigation. And fridges are recommending diet plans. Before companies like Nest and Roomba even existed, however, the TV was already serving as the nexus of smart technology in the home. The first personal computers in the 1980s were, like the gaming consoles that would follow them, just machines that plugged into TVs. Unsatisfied with merely connecting high-tech devices to the television, tech companies quickly moved on to trying to integrate everything smart and good into a single all-in-one smart TV. Nowadays, the smart TV is the default and only option in the store. I can tack on 3D and curved screen gimmicks and choose between a range of sizes and suppliers. But my TV will be smart, whether I like it or not. That means it'll be able to connect to the internet, browse photos and videos, and offer a few basic apps like the YouTube player. All of this extra functionality will, sit, will then sit idle and disused thanks to the consistently low, slow and frustratingly illogical software that it's couched in. Ending a sentence with a preposition there. As Apple CEO Tim Cook puts it, you go into your living room and you step back in time. For the next generation of users brought up on iPhone's responsiveness and Android's versatility, the experience of using smart TVs will feel positively prehistoric. So why can't I have a dumb TV instead? Quite, yes. Why can't? I've got downstairs, I've got a Sam, Samsung, nice big, you know, 52-inch Samsung TV. It's a great panel, but in front of that panel is the <laughs> worst piece of software, and I use the term very loosely, um, that... The, you know, the the operating system that, that guides the Samsung TV provides the smart hub and everything else and all these applications that run incredibly slowly and the the, the UI runs like molasses and it's, it's just a generally very bad in, interface until I click the little home button on my, uh, on my Amazon Fire TV and suddenly all of that goes away and it's replaced with a nice slick yeah. interface. And, and, it, and that, that interface on the Amazon is probably... It's probably better thought out. Um, it's more likely to be updated. 
for one, because it's, it's internet connected, isn't it? Obviously. Yeah. Oh, don't start with updates because some. No, sites it's, like- it's a better even, even if you go, you know, as sort of low end as the Chromecast. You know, even that gets updates and you know new apps and things. The number of times I've used my Xboxes for you know for this exact purpose of going in trying to get on the you know the on-demand TV services or whatever. Mm. You know, same kind of thing that use. I'd, ne- I'd never go near a smart TV if I had a choice. Mm. Mm. And luckily, I have managed to escape escape that because i haven't bought a tv in years yeah well i mean don't start me on upgrades because samsung have apparently brought out this thing called what is it it's the uh, uh where is it it's the it's something like the the evolution oh the smart evolution kit and basically what it is you peel this plastic label off the back of your samsung television and you buy this 250 dollars box that you fit to it and it provides a quad core processor and an improved stuff it's about the size of so a, for, of a for, Fire for TV. A panel, for a panel like that, shouldn't it already have that kind of yeah. well, it anyway? Much. It's, it's like plucking an accelerator into you know, an, an old in, Intel yeah. accelerator or something that you used to be able to get into your computer and speed it up. Hmm. Mm. Alex, <laughs> wouldn't you rather have a really nice panel and bring your own box? Well, ah. this has come at a very bad time for me. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> what day was it? On Thursday, I heard a shout from the other room. Dad, the telly's doing something weird. I think it was Thursday. And I went in and went, oh, what have you done? And it went all weird and funny. And I hit it a few times. I turned it off for a while and I turned it back on for a while and it still looked weird. And I went, oh, I'll look this up on the internet. And it went, your telly's knackered. Yeah. That's an internet, you know, that's how they describe it. So I went, right, I know I've got a five-year warranty on this thing. And I actually found it. And it had run out two months ago. Oh, you're kidding. And I went, hmm, this is going to be expensive. So I went to my my favourite person that sells me televisions. And I went, can I have a new one of those? He goes, could do, but I've got one. I went, oh, right. They're really hard to get at the moment. They're really popular. Oh, great. Got one of those. And I went, well, what's the difference other than it's four times the price? He went, look at the blacks. And I went, oh, it don't mean nothing. And then he put it in the room with the other one next to it. And I went, fair enough. I thought the other one's picture was good. Compared to this thing, the other one's picture is pile of rubbish. Hmm. And uh, way, I left there. Oh, God, I left there paying an awful lot more than I intended to. But the thing looks beautiful. It really is a lovely box. It's a Samsung, right? It's a lovely-looking box, right? It's their top-of-the-range telly, so you now know how much money I spent, right? It's beautiful. It really is a lovely bit of furniture. Compared to the old thing with borders and all the rest of it, it's a lovely-looking panel. It is so thin. It's got no edges to it. The screen looks like it. It's like one of those swimming pools, you know, where you don't see the edge and the water seems to just fly off the side. It really is beautiful. And it's got their most powerful quad-core doofridge in. And what you're talking about is the thing that I've been trying to remember for about two years on this show. Mm. It's called a CI slot. Yeah. And it's called (laughs) a CI plus slot now. And... Mine came with the thing that went in the slee eye slot. And I peeled back the bit of whatever. Uh, it was like a sticky label. 
I stuck in my CRI slot. I thought, oh, that looks good. What do all that does? And I put the label back on. And I turned on the telly because you told me, warned me all about how slow the Samsung was. And I fired up these apps and it was like lightning because it started off with a quad core. It's got one of these things that stick in the back. Once you open it up and you stick it in, it's all flush again. Right. Because underneath that panel is a hole. And then this box goes in the hole. Mm, mm. And I went, right, let's try it. Let's try Amazon. Let's see how quick this thing is, right? So I turned on Amazon and I'll tell you what, putting in my name and address, not my name, my name and password was the most laborious thing I've ever done in my life, right? And I thought, if Amazon is anything like this, I'm not using it. So I did it. I shut down the apps, turned on the apps again. I went to Amazon and it went, bing. Amazon, Amazon became up. Bing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it, it fired up <laughs> and I went, yeah, how quick is this going to be? Bing. It started playing. The voice search, brilliant. Absolutely fantastic, right? And it was only because I had the Amazon TV. I thought, oh, I understand what this is doing, right? And it all worked. Um, I pressed the button. I shouted the telly because I don't know what numbers things are. I went, challenge. Bing. Challenge appears on my telly, Right. Uh, all this sort of stuff. Netflix is even faster. Everything I've put in it is like lightning. And I was like expecting real horror show. And the reason, one of the reasons I bought this is I've got cable in the house, but I've also got satellite in the house. And I've also got Freeview in the house. And every one of the connections fits into this. Right? It even takes a direct cable connection. It takes a direct satellite twin connection. It takes free view connection. It takes everything. It takes internet connection. And I tell you what, there is nothing you can't watch. And the lovely thing is I, I went YouTube and it just opened, right? And then I gave my little my little boy, he doesn't like change. He really hates change. And he just wanted me to buy the same telly. And he was livid. He was proper kicking off when I brought this telly in. And I just said his YouTube account. And his face appeared on the telly. And some yeah. of his videos started playing. And he's going, Dad, Dad, I'm on the new telly. I want that. That was it. It can stay. But <laughs> there's a lot about it. I really, it is massively overcomplicated if you try and use everything. Mm. All right. But I've got to admit, the picture yeah. is stunning. There's no other word for it. Well, that, that, the that sound. Is, yeah, that is, is what incredible. I want. That is what I want from a new TV. The, the stunning picture, the great sound, yeah. Okay, I'll tell you, a good example yeah. of little things, yeah. right? I wondered, what's this football button do, right? Oh. Have you seen the football button, Russ? No, I haven't, no. I've got oh, does, it, button, does it mess right? around with really? colour settings and things? Yeah, a little it... bit better than that, though. When you're okay. playing the game, it has an intelligent sensor for sound. And when the sound goes up, it starts recording. So every time there's a good bit of action it records the action for you by the sound. Good heavens. Every, and then you play back, so you've got all the goals, you've got all the exciting bits, you've got everything, and it records it onto a USB hard drive that you stick in the back, right? You can record on the telly. You can voice record on the telly. You, I've got the default tuner is FreeSat on mine because of the HD on FreeSat is stunning, is the best word for it. Um, and... Yeah. I mean, I thought the TiVo HD was good. I only now use the TiVo HD for things that aren't on FreeSat. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I've got to admit, I might be using it about 5% of its capability. <laughs> but 5% of its capability is enough for me for a bucket load of money. But all I'm saying is, 
this, the speed of this thing, the quality of the picture is exceptional. And I used to think the old one was good. And like I said, I saw them next to each other and I was like, you know, this is chalk and cheese. And it was things like um, I was uh, surfing the net with picture in picture. So I was watching the news in the corner of the picture whilst surfing, uh, surfing yeah. the net on a really good quality responsive browser that was sharp enough that you can read the text as good as a computer screen. It's not like the old ones where the text was a little bit fuzzy. It's oh, spot yeah. on sharp. It was, I was reading the news whilst I was looking at the news. And it was things like, what was it I was doing? Whatever I had on, whatever show it was, I can't remember what button I pressed, but it pulled up the web service for that show. I tell you what, I was watching Challenge and it was something like 15 to 1. I don't know what it was. Yeah. And I just pressed the button. I don't know what I did, but then all the wiki and all the, um, basically did a Google search for 15 to 1 and it brought all that up on the other half of the screen. Hmm. And I was like, you know what? And I did it with a film and it gave me the INDB, it gave me everything. I was like, you know what? Right now, you know, I'm, it's a telly and I'm not going to get too involved. But to be honest, if I, I can see it, if I were uh, a, a younger or an older man, it doesn't matter. But if I was single or I was really into, like I had a TV room, yeah. so I was really into movies, right? If I was watching a film and I did like, who's that guy? It just tells you. And it brings, it, I was blown away and the speed of the response of like the internet and the browser and everything was superb. And I paid, I'm not going to say because it scares me. Right. A considerable but, amount. I'm sure. But even the, the smart remote is really clever. It's like a Wii remote. And at first I was like, Oh, what's going on here? And then, do you know how I had much fun I've been having with that Wii remote? <laughs> you know what? I had a game of golf on my telly the other day. Oh dear. Just cause I could. <laughs> And then I got bored, so I played a quick game of solitaire. But all picture in picture, I was watching the telly while I played solitaire. Wow! They don't and want you to there. leave. You don't. They don't want you to leave your couch, no, do they? It's really complicated. Yeah. It's overly complicated. But what it is, you've got to think of it more like, say, like an iPad or like a, any app store. It might have hundreds of thousands of apps, but you only pick the ones you want. Mm. You only pick the ones that make your life yeah. better. And I still don't get me wrong. I love my Amazon TV. And the Amazon TV as a standalone device is a better device. But at the moment, I cannot criticize. I looked at some of the other WebOS things that LG did. I thought, that's nice. And then by the time, because I had both of them up, and by the time the LG one had like even think, thought about loading up the thing, the, the, uh, the Samsung one was playing. And I'll tell you what I didn't know, the quality of Love Film or whatever it's Amazon and Netflix streaming on the telly like the Samsung was like, mm. I tell you what, my, my son walked in, I know I'm blank bagging on, my son walked in when I, because I was trying to start to, to watch, I think we talked about Inception, right? And I just said to him, this has got the same feel, look as the cinema. The black was so black. The, the, the sharpness was there and it had a depth to it because the con- I never realized quite how much when the contrast is right, how deep, the screen feels. Now, this has got built in 3D, and the reason I bought this one is because I wanted the quad core, right? And then I'm probably never use the 3D because oh, you'd be lucky get, to get you'd be lucky to get a big screen TV that doesn't have 3D these days. No, but the thing is, it's the special 3D, you know, with the batteries that go in the glasses. So yeah, it's the yeah, prop, that's what I've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And but I wanted it, 
I haven't even taken the glasses out of the box. I might do one at Christmas when I'm drunk. I might give it a go, right? But it was because the extra power they put in the TV to process it. That's why I wanted it. And I, you know what? I know dumb TV. Look, most of the TVs I've got in the house are dumb because I've got intelligent things plugged into them. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I wanted something in a room, which is, it's, it's a TV room for watching and like big TV, you know, it's like movies and whatever, yeah. but it's also for the Xbox thingy and for the PlayStation thingy and even for the Wii and everything's connected into this thing. And it's like an entertainment room. Mm. And if you're going to have an entertainment room, let's just have everything. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think you after know, your, after your, after my rather scathing introduction to this, uh, this particular segment, I think you, all uh, I can say is I think they've got better. Yeah. yeah. They have got, they're better you've, than they were. You've probably got one of the, I, I fear it's a, a, one of the few examples where it is done well. I mean, Russ, you mentioned Don't the get one me that wrong, I, paid, your- I paid for it. You know, it's yeah, really yeah, done yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I could have paid probably a quarter of the price for the LG equivalent. And then you'd be agreeing with Russ's yeah, reasonable point. Yeah, because it's, it's yeah. like, it's like you know, the, recently I bought a load of um, Amazon, not Amazon, what's it called, Android tabs, because I wanted to get into Android, right? Mm. And one of them I bought, I bought because it was really small. Right, and I wanted a miniature one, and all I want to do is watch video on it, and it's perfectly right. But compared to that, even the huddle, it's a pile of junk, right? And it's got a quad core processor in it, and it's got more RAM in it, and it's got this, but the screen is not too much, and this is not too much, and that isn't up to match. But technically, it's better. Yeah, on, on in paper, reality, yeah, it's, it's a piece of rubbish compared to even the huddle. And this is like I'm saying. Um, you pay for what you get with these things and you can put a lot of clever stuff, smart stuff into a cheaper device, but it's been hobbled so much to bring it down to that price that the enjoyment has gone out the window. Yeah. So, I mean, that's where I, I mean, it almost sounds like with the one you've got, you've got the stuff like the Amazon TV in there. Yeah. It's everything. Yeah. Yeah. Faster price. That's almost, you know, I mean, a couple of shows ago, you both talked about, you know, with Carl, you know, the Amazon Fire TV and your, your brilliant first impressions of it. Yeah. And it sounds like you've got that experience in a TV and, and, you know, good on you for finding that experience. Oh, if anyone wants to know, it's, I think it's the top of the 7,000 series. It might be 8,000, okay. whatever the top thing is. But I got a five-year warranty with it and I worked on the principal. Look, I've got this for a minimum of five years. It ain't going to go wrong, or if it does, I'm going to get it repaired or get a new one, right? Five years is a good time. And in five years' time, I want something with enough oomph to be able to operate what's around in five years' time. If I bought something cheap now, in five years' time, it will be the granddad. You know, it just wouldn't be able to keep up. You know, it's like buying a bottom-of-the-range phone. It's good if you're going to change your phone every six months. It's not much good if you're not... And look, I've got it guaranteed for five years. Let's make sure it's still useful in five years. And that was my... So I'm not showing off that I bought a really expensive box. The reason I bought it is because it's got to be still as good in five years as it is now. And I rest my case, my lord. It's it's almost sad that that's a version of future-proofing now, but yeah. I wouldn't have bothered if I didn't have the warranty. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, mean, there have been cases in the past where I'm, I'm sure... In the past, you know, many people have had TVs for, you know, 10, you know, up to 10 years, you know. But they didn't do anything and the picture yeah, never exactly. got they were the dumb, They were the dumb TV you were talking about. So there is that payoff there. But yeah, you know, it, it sounds like you've had one of the 
I hope not too rare good experiences with it. Well, look, but, if, but you, obviously if you paid said for me, yeah, if you said to me, look, I've got, I don't know, a thousand quid or something, and I really want to buy a telly, what do you recommend? I'd say, I, 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 I can honestly recommend this telly, you know? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say twice about going anywhere else. You can probably get better, but that's going to cost you three grand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, moving on. 28 movies currently being turned into television shows. This is kind of following on from a story that uh, Tone and I talked about last week. Uh, the <laughs> You can blame the huge... I did listen, honestly. I you don't did, know. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can blame the huge success of Fargo for this. Hollywood, even before that, had been moving more and more to exploiting movie properties on the small screen. But since Fargo married up critical claim to a good audience... All bets are off. Um, here are 28. 28. Twi- re- yeah. Let me and, say- and, then, and then there are other Seven. things like, like we talked about last week. That's not on the list. Yeah, it's not on the list. So there are 29. And uh, and then there's also, we, we saw an extra story about the evil dead being yeah. turned into a TV show. So 30. 30. Of them. 30. Ha, 30. Ha, ha. Yes. Has <laughs> been written in the last 20 years? I don't know. I well, don't. <laughs> Tell you what, let's go through them one by one. Bachelor Party. Anyone ever yeah, seen that? Yeah, why not? Yeah? <laughs> TV TV show. Uh, this one's been picked up by ABC, and, it's, and it's been, uh, it'll be loosely based, uh, loosely at best linked to the film, although it'll use its name. Uh, the show, a half-hour comedy, will focus on three couples at different stages in their relationships. One is about to get married, one is just falling in love, and the other couple is divorced. Hillary will no d- hilarity will no doubt ensue. No, I reckon Hillary would be better. Uh, no, quite hard. <laughs> oh, I just can't read anymore. A pilot <laughs> has been ordered with J.J. Philbin and Josh Malmuth overseeing it. Jason Weiner is set to direct the pilot. So that's 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 going to be around soon. Mm. Yeah. Are you excited, Alex? I can tell you. You're, you're, you're about I, hope, um, I don't think it's really Doc. aimed at me. No, no. Well, what about? I think about seventeen-year-olds might be a bit. What about role. Big? Because that was a, that was a good film. A bit of a. Classic. You think it's something like Big? I mean, as opposed to the Bachelor Party, Big has got. You can see how you could expand the idea of it. Mm. What more could this adult child or child in an adult body or vice versa, or, you know, however it works. Because there's been so many programs, there's been so many films about people swapping bodies and being this and the other. But there's, there's, it doesn't, there's more to it than just a comedy. And if you expand it and then the, the child sort of starts growing up a bit into that body, there's a whole new avenue in there. There's actually, I can see that. Yeah, I can yeah, that, see that's people being able where, to be clever with yeah. that. That's the one and where, okay, yeah, you, you got your hour and a half, two hours out of the film, you know, it's like, but, you know, out of a series, it's like, oh, they're stuck in the other body. Yeah. No, you what could what do else that. could happen, you know, long yeah. term, like, like Alex just said, exactly, yeah. I agree with that one. Um, could be interesting as long as they don't try and sort of fully recreate the, the film. Like, like they did with, I mean, an example of that from Dust Till Dawn, the series. Um, they recreated so much of the film in there, but they padded it out well. You know, so they turned that two hours into, what was it, 13 hours or whatever. And it still mostly worked. It's like there were a bit slow, few slow bits, but yeah, it still mostly worked. 
And that, that's the kind of treatment I can see this getting. Mm. Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Uh, it's been sitting on a shelf for about a year. I still haven't watched it. Really? Right. I don't even know what it's about. Right, it doesn't get Alex's way. Then The Devil's Advocate. That's a good film. Yeah, it is. it's a good film. Um, isn't there a few too many of those? Yeah. Uh, it's in the early stages, but NBC has ordered a pilot, presumably based, presumably based around the idea of a law firm being run by the devil. John Wells and As some Arnold, would say, they mostly are. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, did, didn't we get this with Shark? With, um... Something like that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Trouble is, though, with something like this, when you start off with Keanu Reeves and Al Pacino, mm. I mean, I don't know what you think of Keanu Reeves, but when you well, start off with actors Al Pacino. Of that, <laughs> yeah, okay, Al Pacino. Yeah. It's going to be difficult to Top keep it. that yeah. level. And the thing is, yeah, again, this is quite... There's a, there's a, a future. There's a lot of stories you can write with this, yeah. but it's not going to go on for twenty series. It's not that. It might be, you know, a bit like they've done with House of Cards. I mean, I know they'll do a third, probably a fourth series, but they could knock House of Cards up two series, done deal. Yeah, good story. I can see this maybe two sets of ten and knock it on the head, and I can see it working. Mm. But don't flog it. Don't. Yeah. Don't I've, jump I think- the shark. This this one's an idea that work might even work better as a series because you could go in sort. It's all right, yeah. It could turn it as long as they don't turn it into sort of one of the procedural type things like Law and Order. No, the whole point is it's going to be yeah. But that, the, that's the, the thing, the devil, you know. Yeah, but it, it's better suited as a series. I mean, in a funny way, you could do yeah. the the Doctor Who type arc in that. Yes. Because there could be points of, hold on a minute, he's the devil, why is he being good? And then right at the end you find out why. Or yeah. It's not. Like, but you it think, still suited him, yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, but that's that's it, I call it a day, you know, that type of thing. Mini-series yeah. as opposed yeah, have to... Yeah, have it, uh, yeah, like like you say, could work better as a series, but have it a certain, you know, like like the plan they supposedly had with Lost, you know, how mm. we know how it starts, we know it how it ends. And it certainly did get lost in the end, didn't it? It certainly did. Oh, yes. Well, what about Frequency? I've never actually heard of that. Don't know what it is. Let's move on to Ghost. I can't care that. No. It'd quite. end up being some mushy, almost comedy, wouldn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But no, forget it. Hitch, never seen it. The Illusionist, never seen it. In good company. I think The Illusionist was meant to be quite good, actually, yeah. but... You know, fine. It'll be another uh, Jonathan Creek, but you know, no, why not? Quite possibly, actually. Yeah. Uh, in good company, no. Uh, Dennis in- Quaid gets around, doesn't see, he? See, he does, right? This is the Dennis Quaid channel. What we're also seeing here is a variety of things that they're trying to turn. It's like from really brilliant films to things we've barely yeah, heard the, of. The or- difference is, right? The difference is, I don't know, let's pick one that we've all actually heard of. We're in trouble now because none of us have heard uh, of most. Minority Report. Okay. I know of it. Mm, well, so do right? I. I've never seen it. Okay. Yeah, but you've got that, yeah. story ideas that have been used in a film, right? But in the old days, what you'd do is say, yeah, okay, you've you got a, a person doing a thing in a situation. And you'd say, okay, that's good. Minority, and then you just make a series. You go, that's a nice idea, and then you change the characters, you change the whole thing, you make a series. But it's like now you don't you don't want to bother to actually write something. You just need whatever hook you can get, and if that hook is just saying 
it's minority report for the telly and you use the mm. same character name and a very tenuous link. It's exactly the same as they did. It's just now they're trying to hook it onto something. And, um, you know, I think they're working on the principle. Well, if it doesn't work, we can always chuck it out to some streaming company. Yeah. And I mean, these are only going to pilot, aren't they? And maybe a couple of them will work and a couple yeah. of them won't work. And it's, it's a shame because of, before these things would be written anyway, but they'd be written in a way of, um, you know, without having to need the hook. There's a couple down here that look all right, but well, there's, there's stuff like Shutter Island, which we which we talked about earlier in the year. There's, um, you know, the Truman Show. That that'd be an interesting thing to make a, a series out of. They could extend that idea of someone living. Yeah, in but that's the point. Ju- in what you're saying is idea. That's the right thing. But you know, a lot of these are just there's a. It's just a hook and nothing else. I saw a nice one and I can't find it. School of Rock could be fun. Yeah, I, I thought I thought they'd already done a series of School of Rock. I think they did a, a sequel, maybe. But uh, uh, oh, oh, I, I know what it is. I think they did sort of one of these reality type things. I think you think it was like a battle of the band. I think, I think you think the no, 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 no. It no, it was more of a. It was it was under the same name, but it was like one of these reality battle of the band story type. Things, yeah, I mean, man, I mean, I mean some, something like something like Minority Report, based on a, wasn't it based on one of the Asimov short stories? That one, yeah. Well, that's the point. In the old days, so that's where you, you just could go, go back off. to basing it on Asimov, right? Yeah, you but use now, that rather than, that yeah, rather than rather than like what they did with iRobot when they brought that. I to, want to know how they're going to do something with Marley and me. Yeah, I mean, they, I, I just they kind of made thought, that definitive at the end, didn't they? So, yeah, you know, yeah. Mm, um, can't mm. really <laughs> change that back. And then there's yeah, Uncle no, Buck, I, which, yeah. Oh dear. There we go. Mm. I'd like to say there's a couple in there, but, you know, what you're really doing is you're just taking an idea. But, you know, the Truman Show, is it going to work without Jim Carrey? Maybe a little bit, but not a lot. And if it's not going to work with Jim Carrey, it's just not going to work. Um, but there's some of these that the only reason they're anything is because of the star. A lot of these are. Um, it's a shame. I can yeah. see, but you know, it, are people, it's just, it, it is slightly annoying. Is anyone going to write anything new? And I mean, apparently not. I mean, it's something that's been going on for a while, isn't it? Cause even in the nineties, we had things like, you know, they made a series out of time cop, believe it or no. not. Good heavens, did they? Yeah, yeah, but it's the reason why you're the only one that knows that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was. I'm sorry it doesn't say much but, for you, but it does make me and Russ look slightly better. It does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, for, from all it's of like, these. It's lucky we love him, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Good old tone. <laughs> Well, anyway, let us move on to what we've been watching, reading, listening to, or playing this week. We'll start with me, because the only thing I've managed to have time to watch is House. It's the Hugh Laurie series that was on a few years ago. It's finally come to Netflix. I've been kind of waiting for it, really. Um, I rented a couple of series when it was on. Um, It was on Channel 5 for a bit, and then they lost it, and then it went to some kind of satellite channel that no one's ever heard of. And uh, now I'm catching up with it on Netflix. Mm. So. Jolly good. Mm. Is it good? It's extremely good, yeah. yeah. I, you know, I saw it, and I saw it, and I was thinking, it's just another one of those things. It was so hyped, and I was thinking, do I really mm. want to watch a hospital drama? It can be a bit heavy going at times, but it is. It, mm. Hugh Lloyd is very good. Yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah. bit like, you know, 
I don't know. I mean, it's like crime dramas. At least there's something interesting going on in crime dramas. Hospital dramas is like, will he live? Let me in. I'll fix him. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. there's like a whole beyond steroids. I don't think I need yeah. that. I mean, I, I think I think it's, is it a comparison with me before? It's like a, a medical Sherlock almost. Yeah, it, it is very it's sort of easy. Some, yeah. some of the stories, you know. It's a Holmesian character, yes. Yeah. Quincy. No. Yeah. Oh, come on, you're <laughs> young. You don't even remember Quincy. I know who Quincy is, but He's this dead. is not. <laughs> and Columbo was always better, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Columbo crossed with Quincy. Didn't they do one um, with, oh, oh, the bloating Mary Poppins that can't do accents? What was his name? Oh, Dick Van Dyke, yeah. Yeah, didn't Dick Van Dyke do one of these medical... Uh, yeah, but was that the... Yeah, I'm sure he did. It was like on daytime TV. It was like a me- he was a he was like a doctor come Miss Marple type character. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called though. Mm, no, not can I. But anyway, yeah. I don't know. It just made me think of that. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> talk, house talk about tangent. House, house is definitely worth a watch. It, don't we call that bingo here? Indeed. There <laughs> we go. Alex, what's on your list, sir? Uh, right, I've been continuing. I put Star Trek. There you go. I've been watching Star Trek. Star, I bet you've never Star Trek. I bet you've never watched Star Trek. No, no. The next is that, generation, is that the northern version. Yeah, Star <laughs> Trek. <laughs> Go, not, yeah. Anyway, um, so I've been watching it. I'm halfway through series six. In fact, I'm a bit further through series six, and um, there was like a lull. And now I'm sort of getting there. I'm like, oh no, there's only like one series and the rest of this to go, and. In general, I think they're getting a bit better. Towards the end, it seems like they've actually written some stories and something's going on. I watched one the other day with like the return of uh, Moriarty in the holodeck, and that was really clever. I mean, it was, I won't spoil it because it was like there were some proper twists and clever turns in that. And I was like, oh, I like that. And there's a few that are coming up, and there's a few I can't hear the word Kardashian without laughing. No. <laughs> yes, of course. I was like, if that's what she'd look like, I don't think she'd make quite as much money. <laughs> I'm still not actually sure who she is. It's really bad because I've seen a couple of pictures and I'm to like... keep it that way, seriously. Yeah, but if someone could explain to me what the family does, I'd be much yeah. obliged. That information's on a need-to-know basis. You don't need to <laughs> yeah. know. My, li- my life is quite in, good, so I don't need to You're not in a very small group of four or five that need to know, yeah. Oh, okay, so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, the Star Trek, I'm, I'm actually, it's quite good. I'm quite enjoying it. Uh, just as a side, I've written down, the other day I just decided to start watching Farscape again. And it's I can't get over how little I remember, but because I did it in one big, you know, basically every night for three months or something, I'm like, wow, I just don't remember that. And it's like really good because it all went in so quick. I'm like trying to watch one episode every now and again now. And I was like, I don't even remember that. Oh, that bit is so good. I didn't see that. And I'd forgotten how much I sort of thought some of the characters were worth looking at. And uh, I'd forgotten that. There's something wrong with me. I better go back to the hospital. But yeah, so I'm doing that again. And I sort of blame you two. In fact, I blame you two completely. Um, I would blame Carl, but I blame him for so much else. I need to blame you two for something. But I never really did sci-fi. And then you lot, I don't know, 
nagged, I think is a good word. It's like having 18 wives. Anyway, you lot nagged, and I went, oh, look, I'll watch a bit of this. I'll watch a bit of that. And then I'm hooked on the stuff. I still can't do your superhero thing yet. I quite like but the Batman stuff. you've given that stuff. a try. You've given I quite like the Batman stuff. That's all right. Yeah. The Superman-y stuff, and the Spider-Man-y. But, and all that Captain America eats Friday. I don't know. Everyone sort of turns up, and they all beat up everyone else. I don't get it. But the sci-fi thing, I'm I'm there now. I think I'm I'm, I'm getting my geek badge, if that's it. I'm getting my geek on. I don't know how yeah. it works. Yeah. Anyway, so Star Trek Next Generation, I, I'm sort of a bit paranoid that they'll take it down before I finish it. So I'll be having to travel to Swindon or wherever you live every day. If you need need season seven, I have it on DVD if you'd like to borrow it. I was just about to say season seven's not on there just yet, is it? No, it is. It It came up. It is. It it was a new release, which made me go, I better get this finished. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I take it all back. Now, this this is the thing. I've watched bits of things lately and not managed to get through anything, but on a couple of days ago, I had a, I, actually, I got a phone call from Carl. He goes, well, have you watched it yet? I went, watch what? There's Amazon. Went, what about Amazon? Because you've been waiting for about a year. I said, waiting for what? He goes, Ripper Street. <laughs> I went, that's not on till tonight. He goes, well, they're all on my machine. So after I picked up everything, I knocked off the table in my rush to get to the Amazon box. I watched the first two because they put out the first two episodes. They were going they announced they were going to do one a week, but they put out the first two. Um, I'm trying to use superlatives that express what I feel without being rude. OMG in the truest context of those three letters. The first episode was, it was brilliant. It was, they, they've done some really, really, really clever things. They've turned the, uh, I've forgotten his name now. So Drake's the the mean and keen one, but they, they've turned the main character. And I was about to say it, and I can't. It will come back to me. So the, the the original inspector, and they've turned him into more of a a Holmesian. He 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 he'd lost his way. He didn't want to be the rough and tumble. He didn't want to beat everyone up. He, he didn't really want to police. He's doing it by the book, right? And he's got his books, and he's trying to build up a uh, a reference library of all these criminals now he's trying to do it in his mind and he's gone soft but he's trying to do it this way and um you know the, the local people are sort of saying you know we haven't he's not a policeman anymore he's like a librarian now he doesn't you know doesn't go out and do stuff so um the the bloke in charge the bloke in charge of the whole lot wants to retire and he wants to move this character and it's really annoying me can you look up his name and he wants to move him up to being in charge of all the police force because basically he's no good as a copper now but he'd be quite good as like the chief inspector of the entire police force so he then asks the other one Drake the mean and moody one who's been in Manchester apparently for four years but we don't know quite why Asks him to come back down so he can take over, right? And on the way back, on the train, on the way back, just as he gets into White Trapel, the train is derailed and there's a massive crash and a big accident, and it's all done because of some naughty people. Um, have the they they moved the trains onto different tracks so they could rob one of them. 
Okay, so everyone's back. Everyone's in this big train crash and they all sort of meet up again and it all starts and they are so many interlocked stories in this. It's really hard not to tell you too much because it would spoil it. Everyone's involved in some way in this crash and if they're not involved because they're policing it or the, you know, the American who's a surgeon happens to be around and he says, like, you need my help even though you hate me. I'm the only surgeon in the area. I'm the only one that can help these people. And you have a guy who's on the train. But if they're not involved in trying to help it, they're the reason it happened in the first place. They're involved in actually getting the thing in the first place. Tremendous episode. Really, really cool. And it sets it up brilliantly. Then you get the bonus of the second episode. And the second episode makes the first one look like rubbish. I've already told you the first episode was brilliant. The second episode blew my socks off. There's a twist, and at the end of it, you're, oh, took it, it breaks your heart. It brings you up. If you watch the first two series, the, the thing that most hurts you in the first two series is a non-running story, and you've almost given up with that story. And then you get, and you're like, oh my, oh my, I'm not going to get religious in my, mm. oh my's, but oh my, that is incredible. Oh my. And it, it's really violent. I can see bits that the BBC will be cutting out. Because remember, he's on Amazon. Yeah. So you can already tell what parts are going oh, to be taken out. Oh, there's parts that you, won't, you yeah. won't have on BBC. Yeah. You certainly won't have Before the Watershed. And um, it's it's superb. And then there's heart-wrenching, absolute gutting stories. And there's people that want to do good, and they have to do the most evil thing possible for the biggest good, mm. even though all they want to do is good for everyone. They've got to do the thing that's going to hurt other people the most it is absolute it's so clever it's so well written they've changed the characters in some ways and they've brought them all back and they're all they're the same people but they're in different positions and it, it's so brilliantly written and now you've got like the Holmesian twist now you've got so much in there it is I don't watch it until you've watched the first two series though no, because you'll think that. you'll think it's good and you think yeah it's actually very good but once you watch the first two series, you'll go, you'll go two levels above that. There's, there's is, a lot of fits in with it. It's, but it's, it's, yeah. it's, I don't know, it's like almost, you know, like you get stories and you think, oh, you know what, you've bent logic to make that fit. No one's bent anything in this. It fits like a jigsaw. And you're like, that is so perfect. Um, and people who are now dead because the time has flown and you're like, why couldn't you be alive to see this? But you don't want to see this because they're going to take that away from you in the most horrific way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I tell you, I, I sort of sat back afterwards and I was like, <laughs> deep breaths. I was like, Brilliant. wow, I'm going to watch this again in a day or two, but I've got to recover. Yeah. And it was so good. I mean, that, that's another thing. Have, have Amazon got the previous two series on? Yeah, they're, they're all there. They have. So you, so you could, if you haven't seen it, you could go right back to the start. Well, I, I plan to. Yeah. Well, I've watched them both again. (laughs) I I get a feeling I will be will be reactivating that prime briefly around Christmas. No, honestly, it's (laughs) it's it's. You know what? It's so it's so brilliantly acted as well. Mm. There was there's like actors in it this week that are playing like bit parts that are fairly famous for other things, right? And I was like, I didn't know you could act. I'd seen you in other things. I thought you were god awful. But there's something about this series that lifts everyone up to a level. There is no weakness 
whatsoever in this. And there was the, the Drake character. I always thought he was a fine actor, but very one-level fine actor. And I thought that was his character. And there was a part in this where he was given a speech to his old boss, who's now his equal. And he did it in the same character as he always did it. But it was so profound and it was so nicely mm. and brilliantly done. And they stick to the context of the time amazing and you know what a lot of these things they won't use the language of the time but every mm. sentence every single sentence in this is written at turn of the century english they are talking in the same cadence and the same terminology as you did at whitechapel at the turn of the century and there isn't a continuity error there's not a visual error there's absolutely nothing in there that hasn't been fine tooth comb just doesn't cover it it's 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 almost perfect in its um execution it really is anyway i'm gonna stop banging on i don't need to watch anything else, that's yeah all. yeah well i should be i should be looking at that this week tone what's on your list sir um something i first of all um something i tried with a little trepidation possibly um because i'd seen it was basically a DVD, a good day to die hard. You know, the, the last die hard film. It I was a DVD. I, I saw it, I saw it very cheap. So I thought, you know what? Can't lose for the price. Um, Can I just say before you carry on, I watched that and I don't know who was on, but they both laughed at me. Oh, there we go. <laughs> well, one of them was definitely Russ. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think, I think, yeah, it was because you'd actually, you'd actually got the wrong film or something, hadn't you? Yeah. Well, it, it yeah. didn't start right. No. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was one. Th- yeah, it was. A, uh, I, I was. I was looking for the the just an action. Mm. You know, just action like like the first two. There were action films. They weren't too complicated. They were just yeah, guns blazing, whatever. You know, action films. Great. This did kind of have that, and then they did the same mistake Indiana Jones made. Introduced the son of the main main guy although i don't i really don't think it worked out as badly in this as it did in indiana jones <laughs> I, think, I think the interplay between them was actually very comical yeah it was, it was a lot it was a lot better they, they did a lot better job of that particular plot element didn't they yeah then then indiana jones where it's like you know he's, he's introduced to his kid i mean at least in this one john mcclain knew that was his kid he didn't know and what they, he was doing had, in the middle of sim- yeah but they yeah. did have similar skill sets Yes, yeah, and they were actually alike in many ways, and I, I'm not sure whether I want I'd want them to continue the the film series after this. But if they did, the son could take over. Moving moving on to him rather than yeah. John would be better. I think. Yeah, there were there was some, but the comical value. You know what? I found it. It was like the A team. You could drop a nuclear bomb, and it yeah. would miss everyone. Yeah. It was like quite funny, you know. There was like automatic fifty people with automatic machine guns, and they're ten foot away, and still no one can hit them. Exactly. And that yeah. car chase was—it <laughs> was perfect in the most ridiculous the car chase. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, brilliant. I mean, that 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 brought me back to stuff like you know, like like you get in Terminator Two. You know, sort of. Yeah, but they're supposed to be indestructible. These are meant to be humans that still exactly. don't care. Yeah, but no, it was it was overall. I think they tried to bog it down too much. It's like, I don't know whether I was just tired when I was watching it, but it seemed to get the plot 
seem to get too complicated, which was the same problem with the last Die Hard before that as well. Really, not really mattered. It was just about no, how many didn't. guns can we fire and yeah. not get hit. It was, yeah. That that's what I did try to. I actively tried to ignore it at one point. I mean, there's one point where they turn up at Chernobyl, wasn't it? Oh yeah, that was brilliant. That was so. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, like visually. It was like, there was a list of cliches. Yeah. There's a list of cliches they went through. But the thing is, do you know what I liked about that film? Yeah. It was trying to be all the things you're yeah. complaining about. They, they it was they like knew. They knew they were going to have all cliches. Yeah, it's yeah, like, exactly. it's like I don't know what the butch, butch is the wrong word. I don't know what the macho side of camp is, but whatever the word of camp, you know, it, it's the campest in that context thing you could ever do. It's like, right, what is the most ridiculous scenarios we can put them in? What is the most bizarre car chase and they'll still walk out maybe with a, just a pair of tall jeans? Yeah. What is, you know... How many helicopters can we actually crash on top of their heads and just happens to miss them? Yeah. You know, how many nuclear power stations that we can put them into? And the worst, they, you you know, they've got a bleeding lip. You know, it's like, yeah. But that's what it meant to be, though. Overall, I did think it better than the previous one. To be honest. Yeah, because you had the previous one. That's diehard. It was. (laughs) Yeah. And it, it, yeah, it's like um, the only thing disappointed me. The title, I was disappointed by the lack of Klingons. Yes, that, there we go. There yeah. we go. But uh, <laughs> yeah, other than that, yeah, good, good fun. Um, I wouldn't say up to the standard of the original sort of two Die Hard, which are my favourite of those that series that that particular series. But it's an attempt to get back there and. Like I say, with the sun, I think it could give them a point if they do want to make more where they switch it more to the sun and just hopefully make him a better, you know, more interesting character from it. I thought that bloke Statham, he had the he had the license to play all those roles. Yeah. Clearly not. No. <laughs> no, he, it, he, it did look a bit like him though. He, yeah, he's he's got the British version of that role down. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um and then, yeah, after, after that, I uh, sort of switched on my Xbox One. There's a new game out, uh, Pure Pool. It's their attempt at sort of a pool snooker you know, game. It, it, it is intended more of a social thing because you play against friends and so on. And they've even set up things like leagues. Uh, all looks very lovely because it's on the Xbox One. Um, I mean, there was a very... It's a nice Samsung telly to get up to. That's what you need. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's there's many, many things about it were just like um, on the Xbox 360, they had a game called Bank, Bank Shop Billiards, which was the you know, same oh, idea. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's and but you've also got the, you know, play against an Xbox Live friend or whatever. And that, that does need a little bit of work, but it is a brand new game. And I think they are sort of trying to, it was, it was only a couple of quid in the Xbox store. And worth that, and I think they will update it when they've got a few people buying, so they've actually got some some money behind it. That would work because you know one of the reasons they bang on about the TV. They said the Xbox and the PS, the PlayStation, the three D is really good. That would work really well with three D. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. Visually, this game, yeah, for a pool game, yeah, it's like you've got. You know, you're, you're there, you know, you've got the view of the pool tables. If you're right behind the queue, 
you've got an active moving background where it, there is clearly is a crowd in this in this snooker club you're in, you know. But you know, you, the, one of the troubles I always had with the artificial pool games was mm. you, you got no real concept of depth of field because it's two D. Mm. If you could actually have three D version of that, I reckon oh, you God, could yeah. probably find the way of playing that with a very similar feel and the ability to play it in the same way as real pool, as opposed to a 2d version. I reckon yeah, it would that, work that really would well. Be, that would be fantastic. But yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's just one of those, it's one of those games you could, you know, it's a couple of quid, so you can buy it. Even if you only play it for a couple of days, you know, I it's think, the sort of thing you come back to though, isn't it? You yes. can always have a quick game of pool. Yes. Whereas you can't really have a quick game of shooting everything on site because you've got a game exactly. involved in it. And that was one thing one of my Xbox Live friends commented on. It's like, well, he wants a break from like the Forza Horizon to the COD, all that type of stuff, where he can just play a game of pool and have a chat. What That's a novel idea, eh? <laughs> all you need is uh, artificial beer and you. Or you oh, could no, just no, go to the pub. I've stocked up on the real, real stuff for that, but you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, and my Virtual last alcoholism. Oh, let's not go into that area. <laughs> Gamergate's bad enough. We don't want that as well. <laughs> um, and my, my last choice. It's a YouTube choice. And what it is? It's um, Rob's Retro Rambles. It's a it's a guy, um, Rob, aka Geiger Punk, I think is the channel name. Um, and he uploads a mix, quite a mix of videos, um, but a lot of them are where he's basically plugging in a, a you know, Commodore 64 or Spectrum to his TV and record, you know, playing in a really old game that he hasn't played for 20 years and, uh, you know, having fun with it. You know, basically, it's, like, you know, it's often about 20 minutes of this, sometimes shorter when his camera gives out. <laughs> But he's, he's literally got the camera facing at the screen. You know, it's, you see the old familiar load-up screen, so that brings back the nostalgia straight away. And then, and then he's he's there playing it half the time. He's trying to remember. Oh, what does this button do on this again? <laughs> it, it's it's very entertaining stuff. Um, you know, especially if you sort of played those older games. Um, there's a lot of games that I, I I've only found out through this channel that look amazing. You know, mm, almost. Almost makes me wish I had this Commodore again. Yeah, there's there's a lot of um, a lot of nostalgia stuff. I mean, I've I've watched a lot of Amiga videos on YouTube. Mm. People playing old Amiga games, and some of them, uh, some of these things, you kind of think, I remember that. Yes, I remember that. Good heavens, you know, and, the, and everything looks good, and it's and it sounds good. But uh, no, yeah, sometimes quite interesting those videos. Yes, uh, you know, and and this guy, you, I mean, he does mix it in. He's, he's had the odd PlayStation Four game where he's he's chucked into it as well, and so. You know, um, and he, you know, he's had the same approach. It's like, oh, okay, how do I do this? What am I meant to do here? And it's almost like he's thinking out loud, and it's it's often very entertaining. And it lately, um, he seems to be interspersing that with uh, kitten videos. Oh dear! So <laughs> fair enough. The the internet sort of epitomised there. Yeah, but you know, yeah, I mean, you know, I find I find his video. Very entertaining. It's obviously you know he's just taken five minutes to record something, you know, and and he's taken the time because there's there's one way he does a tour of, you know, almost a setup tour, where it's like you know he's showing his cabinet full of these games, 
and because they're all on tape, obviously, you know, being Commodore or Spectrum, you know, all on tape, they are taking up that much space. And, th and then, you know, he also goes into little stories about how, how he managed to get this copy of the game sometimes, you know, because a lot of it is quite rare stuff. Um, but yeah, oft, weirdly, it's oft, even though it's a nostalgia thing, often more interesting to look at the games I missed at the time. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, that's one I mean, of the things I found with the Amiga stuff. You saw, you saw all yeah. these games that were put around in, you know, in Amiga format and and yeah. magazine and Power Amiga and CU Amiga. And oh yeah, oh yeah, I've never played that. Well, yeah, yeah. Pro probably a good reason why I didn't play that because it was rubbish. Or uh, God, I wish I'd played that because that looks that looks fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think I think there was one I, I did comment on. It was um, a trilogy. Uh, I mm. think it was called Grid Runner Matrix and void runner all right it was a trilogy of games hmm. and you know I, I commented on one of those it's like this looks amazing how did they miss this this <laughs> looks back one oh crazy yeah. i think it's a was the phrase i used <laughs> yeah. but uh, you know because it was one of those sort of very fast arcadey shooter mm. things yeah, yeah. and and the weird thing with the, the one the middle of the trilogy the matrix the text in the corner with the logo, the game logo, yeah. it looked so much like a certain mid nineties sort of late nineties film. Really, it was a quite a, quite astounding. Ah, and right. you know, a fair few years before that film came along, yeah. must must look that up. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. Excellent stuff. Right. Well, we're going to uh, we're going to uh, find out where everyone um, where everyone is. And then we're going to have the music. And then we're going to go into our Doctor Who series finale review. We'll just yeah, spend five or ten minutes talking about how much I particularly didn't like it. Spoiler alert. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that is a show, I believe. Uh, so you say. Yeah. Well, no, we've got that extra bit I just yeah, told you about. We're going to carry on, but it's <laughs> yeah. going, uh, <laughs> Right. Tone, where can we find you, sir? Uh, on the Twitter, Tone7x20, um, and hopefully on the uh, Xbox on website soon, writing reviews for that. That's a little project a, a friend's come up with. Oh, that um, sounds good. To sort of aggregate Xbox news. Um, but he's, he's also put a lot of hardware reviews up there already. I'm going to chip in with a few game reviews and sort of, you know, top tips, things like that. Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. Alex, where can we find you, mate? Um, very British view. <laughs> Sorry, I was just buying some. Oh, headphones. I thought you were going no one for that. Uh, <laughs> You're just buying some what? Headphones. I can't help okay. myself. Oh dear. You're buying more, um, more headphones. Uh, what those Sennheisers? I couldn't help it. Um, well, my very British view. Uh, zero one for London. Um, something coming up. I just want to check some legal requirements because I don't want any. Uh, spiteful people trying to take me off of uh, iTunes. Indeed. Indeed. Excellent yeah. work there, sir. All right. And um, I'd love them to try. Right. And, and that's it. I look forward to uh, continuing this after everyone else has gone home. Excellent. Excellent. Right. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SF Drummer. That is all we have for this show, uh, apart from the extra bit we're going to be doing in a minute. If you want to get in touch, drop us a line at airwavesshow at gmail.com or you can leave us a comment at the-airwaves.com or you can find us on Twitter at airwavescast. We will be back, well, the cast will, will be back next week 
I won't. Carl is, uh, Mr. Madden is hosting the show next week, so he'll Goodbye, be... Bye, teacher. Yep. So, uh, so you'll be, you'll be under the, um, under the watchful eye of Mr. Madden next week. Uh, Which one? Hmm? Which one of his watchful eyes? Oh, I don't know. Because he's normally got an eye on the time and yep. an eye on the beer fridge. So Indeed. which one is he using? Well, well he's not going to use the beer fridge eye on No, it? not the beer fridge. No. <laughs> right. So until, ne- until, well. Sometime then. Yeah. So until then, take care, everybody. Goodbye. Bye-bye. So, that little extra bit that we that we promised you about at the end of the show. Well, here it is. Uh, Doctor Who finished two weeks ago. Whee! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You celebrate, you celebrate. Mm. But um, we, need, we need that music. This all sound like we're going. Yes, because we are. So yeah, it was the end of the the two parter. Of course, we'd had the revelation. That particular revelation, the, the the master is now a woman or whatever. Um, I I the whole thing left me feeling a bit flat. I have to, I have to admit, shouldn't have watched it from underneath that steamroller. Then no, quite, quite. Um, you know, what? I'm waiting for you two to talk because I can't remember any of it. Can you not? Once you've spoken a bit, it might jog yeah. my memory. So tell it, me, it, let's see, let's see what you thought. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where. I have to say, overall, I didn't feel the sort of hate and anger towards it that a lot of people seem to. Um, I mean, a lot of that did seem to be sort of towards the idea of the Master Missy, you know. Oh, a bit of that, it came back. Well done. You just jogged my memory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that whole idea, it's like it's, it's like it's not sort of out of the bounds of canon or anything like that. It's never been... Uh, a lot, although a lot of people did rightly assess it was testing the waters... For, for more of that sort of character, but in the end, you know, you've had other other shows where characters swap gender, and it's not not really been a problem. And I don't really see the problem with that here. That that is my main thing. Sort of one of the main complaints I saw, and I don't. I really don't see. Yes, there were a lot of things wrong with this, mm. <laughs> but I don't think that was one of them. That I thought it was all wrapped up very, very quickly. Yeah. And everyone was shot. Every, yeah, so most of the people were vaporised, and yeah. we got rid of quite a few people. Yeah, we, we got rid of one character that only appeared in one episode before anyway. Yeah. Which didn't seem that that logical to me. Yeah, but, you know, and then... Considering, considering she's somehow one of the favourites, you know, just from that one appearance. Yeah. Yeah, no, she was good, but uh, yeah, but no, it's, it's that's the thing. It's it's I, I don't know whether it's more fans of the actress. Hmm, no, it could be, it could yeah. be. But I yeah. just I, the, the whole experience left me. F- I was I was thinking I was thinking when this series started. I was thinking, oh yes, Doc, Doctor Who is finally getting better, and then we're presented with this, and it just wasn't. It just wasn't. Although, yeah, I mean, the consistent compliment I've seen is Capaldi's been no, brilliant. He's been, yeah, he's been brilliant all the way through. He hasn't. Yeah, he, he's worked with whatever they've gave him, and I think I think he has, the character he has turned it into his own now. Yeah, yeah it's no, it's good. Yeah. It certainly looks like him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but but at the start though, he was trying to copy Tennant and Matt Smith a lot, wasn't he? In well, a, you would have got hate. Just, just for those first that first episode where he's like, "Oh, it's post regeneration," so we've got the excuse for that. 
Well, but then, an excuse. It's a reality, isn't it? He's got yeah. to find, you know, I mean, it's reality of like regeneration. I can't. Yeah. Do you hear me? I sound yeah. Everyone knows what a regeneration's like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'd say he ne- they needed to tiptoe, the, you know, to build a new character out of it. He needed to, if yeah. the story were true, he would need to pull away from the old self and into the new self. Because it's, it's always the first couple of episodes are, who am I, yeah. what am I doing? And uh, to do that, you need something to fall back on. You can't have an empty yeah. character just going about, woe is me, woe is me. Mm. So uh, you need to base yeah. it in, in some yeah. history. And he, he almost stretched that out almost over the series, some elements of it. It's like Because they're still asking, oh, is he a good man? You know. Well, no, the answer at the well, end was, that, that seems no, to but I'm not a, not a bad man either. No, he's an idiot, yeah. apparently, yeah. or something like that, that wasn't it? That, that's Yeah, that, that seems to be a Moffat thing, because he did the same thing in Sherlock, didn't he? He, go, you know, he had <laughs> Lestrade talking about Sherlock, going, oh, he might, he's a great man, and if we're lucky, he might be a good one. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah it's, it's all a it's bit. It's a Moffat, uh, it's slightly... Like like slightly cheesy, seeing it pop up in every damn thing. You know what? The guy that did all these sort of Notting Hill and all that time, I can't think his name. Curtis. Curtis. Curtis, He could get away with that because he used to put them in the context of soppy Brit Mm. comedies, right? Yeah. Moffat tries to do it in non-soppy Brit, slightly supposed to be a little bit grittier, and he tries to do the same thing. And it's like, you know, you, well, the best character in this episode, as far as I'm concerned, was the final few minutes with the soldier. Yes. Right? Because he was he was really condescending to the doctor. Mm. He had been the whole way through. And he was the balance. He was the anti-sycophant. And that was interesting because you don't normally get that balance in any Doctor Who series. You've either, you're either a baddie and you don't like him because you're trying to take over the universe, or you're besotted, right? And you all think he's great. I mean, even going back in time, you know, you had you had a character that gave him a bit of jip before um, Kara, which was the Catherine Tate character. I can't remember her character name. Yeah, Donna, yeah. Donna. But then you had a grandfather that thought he was the greatest thing since sliced bread, and it all got a bit soppy again, you know, and all that. But th- this was a real character that said, no, I don't think you're all that. You might have all these skills and all the rest of it, and what do you do with it, you selfish sod, you know? And and at the end, he was like, you know, yes, sir. And he's like, well, don't treat me like that. And he's going, no, that's your, you are that. You are the colonel. You are the one that doesn't want to get blood on your hands. You want all these people to die so you can be a yeah. hero. And it was, it was true, and it was honest, and it made sense of this mushy crap, you know? Yeah. But then at the end, when he said, look, I'm a soldier, and I'm your sleep in your beds tonight, it was like a real that, – that was a real moment, and that yeah. was something Doctor Who doesn't often do. That, that was, and that, yeah. that character is what held it together. The Doctor's still yeah. running around – a bit too lost for me. Mm. He's still playing that I'm a lost soul, I don't know where I am and what I'm doing. And this, again, was too much. This is Earth, this yeah. is Earth, this is Earth, I'm, this I'm, is Earth. I know what Earth is like. Can we go somewhere else now, please? Right, and I don't know what's happening with the little girl because it looks like the Christmas episode, it's all going to be about him thinking, oh, no, I shouldn't have let her go, right? Mm. I got a hint. 
I got a hint and that's what's going on, right? Mm. Well, they released the clip, didn't they? The, yeah, and it's all yeah. a bit, you know, like, a bit silly, part it? of me, and I thought she was a tremendous character, part of me thinks, you know what, the two characters don't mix. This new Doctor needs someone new because of this character's been, you know, she, she's been around too deeply with the other characters. Um, each Doctor seems to have their own little helper. And she did a good transition, but normally when they do a transition, they disappear fairly quickly. And the only trouble for her is she wasn't around long enough before the Doctor came. And she was so strong. And I think she's overpowering him. Now, what they need to do, I don't know who they're going to bring in and what they're bringing in. And we always say this, oh, I don't know what the new one's going to be like. And then we all fall in love with them really quickly, right? And no one likes the Doctor, and in a little while longer, everyone loves the Doctor. You know, and that's, that's the way it goes, and that's the way it should go, right? But, you know, they need to bring in someone new, so he's got his own little helper. Well, yeah. But he needs to be more, almost going right back to the beginning. He needs to be more of a cantankerous old sod Doctor. Mm-hmm. And they need to go places, and they need to have adventures, and he needs to, he needs to decide whether he's good or bad. And they've got to stop everything being a reference to an old storyline. You know, the master's done, the mistress is done. It's a good idea. Bring it back in five series. I've had enough. Let's just go and find some new damn alien on some new damn planet. And so are some new stories. I mean, I'm trying to think back. I mean, I was like watching some retro doctor. And when I meant retro, I mean retro of the new stuff. And I think it was when, Rose had a new little friend and they went on some planet and he had a brain implant or something. So oh, yeah. Could, and I was trying to feel, I mean, that's about the last time anything completely new happened in Doctor Who. Yeah, because I was a, one of those companions. He only lasted from one episode into the next. Yeah, and it was like a new Doctor Who. So he was like picked up at the adventure. end of one episode. It yeah. was a new idea. It was a new everything. And that was fine. It was cool. But now everything's yeah. got to be Earth-based. Everything's got to be a reference. Everything's got to be about the characters and not about the story. Can we have some good old-fashioned little green men running around in little places that we never heard of, going on adventures, saving the world, Getting in danger. I mean, Doctor's never. In, I mean, yeah. he's never in danger anymore. Yeah. Some I want, them, I want someone get. with a ray gun to point it at his head yeah. and make his flower yeah. wilt. I don't that's, know. That's what made the better episode of this series, wasn't it? It was things like Time Heist. Mm. Yeah, where well, it was, was it, it was another new idea. You know, um, Flatline. Even though that was based on Earth. Okay, please just uh, help me. Time Heist. I've seen them all, but Time the Heist was the one with uh, Keely Hawes as a. Where he's breaking into the bank. Again, it was, was it? Yeah. Was it any good? It was fine. It, it was reminded than they have me been. No, it reminded me of that <laughs> one with the big library. Yeah, and that that's that's yeah. I mean that 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 sort of that was the reveal I didn't want in the you know, the last episode where they did the Missy reveal. It's like, please not let it be her. <laughs> the point is Although there there were there were angles that could have took it. Well, they finally sense. found a blooming good character and they, well, they obviously haven't killed it off. Yeah. It's going to be some sort of special gun that didn't actually, because she was her, it wouldn't have vaporised her, it would have sent her into a, somewhere else. It was it was a it was um, a teleport gun when it hit her rather than a ray gun. You know, it'll be something. Because yeah. that character, finally, she's brilliant, oh. isn't she, that actress? Yeah. She's top draw the weird that is what we want there's the weird eyes it was the wonderfulness it was the yeah. you know what 
It's what that one that you all hated, um, the one that was his wife or his Amy yeah, Pop's Yeah, the one I was on about, yeah. Yeah, it, it's that, what that character should have been. And mm. this, this, this is the best character they've come up with in a long, long time. Yeah. A brilliant actress, actually. And I love some of the references to Glasgow because yeah. obviously they're both Glaswegian. And they kept throwing that in. And I love the fact that the Americans have no idea why that's funny. Yeah, there will be so many going, what? Yeah, I think it's brilliant. Yeah. But they, they, yeah. I just want some, I just want, you know what? I watched a thing on some channel. I have no idea. It was some weird and wonderful channel. And they're doing a series of the doctors. And it's like, it might have even been Watch or something. And it's about just going through the doctors in by turn and the earliest ones and what they did and all the rest of it. So they started off at the beginning and they were just saying, you know, it was just about green eyed monsters. It was just about that. And it was stories with green eyed monsters and, and they got painted green bubble wrap. And, but that was it. They were actual stories that weren't, they weren't there. They were there to scare you, but it was just like, you know what? We all, we know what Earth's like. Let's go to some planet and let's have things going woo, 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 with fuzzy lights on them and, and no real reason for anything. And they're all trying to take over some planet and they're all trying to kill something. I mean, you know, even Star Trek Next Generation has a more varied, you know, episodes. Oh, they never go back to Earth. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, that, that was more, that was the whole point of that. It was... It was Alien of the Week a lot of the time, wasn't it? That's mm. I just I remember um, I remember there was a there's a John Pertwee uh, Dalek episode. There's one of these four four or five part serials, and uh, and at, and at the end, of course, they all end up in the TARDIS and um, and fly off. And uh, and Joe, uh, this is Joe Grant says uh, says, oh, I, um, there's only one place I want to go to. And she presses the button, and it and it's and it's a picture of Earth on this television, and uh, John Pertry says, "But Joe, that's Earth." <laughs> yeah. yeah, you've been there. Yeah, I, been I reckon there. we'll have the Capaldi moment of that. I hope we'll have that. Probably even in the Christmas special. But can we please just? I mean, this is just yeah. a this is a request. Can we please just get away from the the emotional side of Doctor? Can we just have some? Yeah. It's, it's like yeah have the have the story that goes goes through it but not every single you know, hit, you know what i'd like someone that isn't metal and i'd like someone that looks really weird i'd like i would like a, a like a thing where you know the bit of star wars when i mean i'm talking about the not the episode four i think it is when they turn up right at the beginning and they're there at some bar and everyone looks like some really weird, yeah. bizarre idea. Can't we have some of that, please? Yeah. Can we have no emotional nonsense? Turn up, do yeah. some stuff, zap some aliens, run around, probably go underground a bit, uh, a few explosions, and then go, well, I'm not here to save the day. Let them all go Basically, bang. Basically, you want Farscape. I know. I just, want Doctor Who. I just want Doctor Who not to be an emotional yeah. roller coaster. Yeah. Can we just have some stories? Be, to, yeah. Well, I mean, what, what did what did sort of strike me is like this. Uh, Dan, you know, Danny Pink. It's like I think they needed to change him because he was too much like the early Mickey Smith, where he was just like, oh, it's just the boyfriend who's. Well, he didn't look like that at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He looked more like sort of you know the other one in um, Iron Man. You know, Cody who gets the other suit, just a 
the plain metal suit. It looked more like that to me than the Cyberman at the end. It's just like, yeah, he's doing a brilliant cosplay of the. But again, right, okay, right. <laughs> let's just go right to the last bit, right? Yeah. So it all happens. It all does. So what do they do? They bring back an, an oft dead character, all gone. Yeah. Even the so actors, he can, yeah. so he can salute him, but yeah. he's a Cyberman. And you're like, oh, for goodness sake! Yeah. And the only other character that was any good, they managed to zap. You know, it's like, oh, what the, what are you doing? She would have made a good companion. She would, she? yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. maybe they're just trying to draw a line under as much as they possibly can. We'll have the yeah. Christmas episode, which I know is going to be absolutely atrocious. Well, that's a good thing. You know, it's going to be that's, rubbish. Yeah. I believe it to be rubbish, so yeah. it's bound to be better than I think. Well, then we can, let's hope. Let's hope. We live. We live in hope, mm. and uh, and then we'll have a new series next year, and hopefully it'll be better than this one. Well, if um, you know, if you're still talking to me and we're still on airwaves, we'll carry on this conversation. We certainly will. We yeah. certainly will. Well, you know, we're going to be here for a bit longer, I'm sure. Oh, well, no, but you might be, but whether you're still talking to me or not. Oh, well, certainly, <laughs> certainly. Yeah, it's, it's before you get before he gets zapped or regenerates yeah. into. <laughs> <laughs> right. It depends. Once you've gone completely global, you might not want us. You might want you know. You yeah. might only want the real stars, the people that are making the news, rather than the people talking about you it. two are the core team. I can't. You're gonna have you two on here. Oh God, you're gonna start giving away free music. Oh, right, I, I need to change the shades then. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's it. Yeah, you've had it two episodes in one. Um, I hope all you millions of people are really grateful. See you next week, everybody. Cheerio. Bye. And now that's it. That'll do me. Yeah.